Welcome to Metabytes Podcast. I am Noelle. And this is Rachel. And we are going to be discussing all things metaverse, from cryptocurrencies to NFTs to blockchain technologies to dApps and DAOs and smart contracts and everything in between. Be sure to share the episodes you like on social media and tag us at metamasterminds.io on Instagram. We will always repost you and you can also DM us questions that we will answer in the next episodes. And you can also join us in our Discord community, Meta Masterminds, and on Clubhouse, where we have extended discussions and we answer questions. Also, we have specially curated content on there. Be sure to follow on social media and subscribe to Metabytes Podcast now so you are notified of each new episode. We both look forward to enjoying this ride with you into the metaverse as we soar into 2022 and beyond. Now for the show. Hello and welcome to Metabytes Podcast. It is Thursday, January 20th, 2022. I am Noelle. And this is Rachel. And we are on episode six. Wow. <laughs> this is fun. It's, you know what? They say time flies when you're having fun. That's for sure. And Rachel, we have some very interesting things to talk about today. Yes. Uh, I completely agree with you. So there's the been an interesting turn of events. Uh, ever like, like after we planned out this podcast, uh, there's been some interesting um, changes like in the in the uh, atmosphere. So I think we should talk about what's going on with OpenSea, Rachel. Yeah, well, Twitter world, the Twitter, the Twitter crypto world is really going crazy right now. Um, we're seeing thousands of tweets uh, about the fact that OpenSea was down today for several hours and People could not be, um, people could not um, access uh, some of, you know, the NFTs that they have um, listed um, or purchased. Um, so a lot of people were in a frenzy um, for a few hours this morning. And now OpenSea is back up and running. Everything looks perfect. I mean, I checked our NFT collection, the Lamborghini Reimagine, and everything looks fine. Um, I checked my NFT. Well, my NFTs are in my own wallet. So I just checked on my NFTs. They're not list, you know, I've transferred them over from OpenSea to my own wallet. So um, I think mostly it was for, it's for people who are, are sellers and couldn't sell. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, because it was down. Yeah, so I checked out OpenSea also and a few hours ago just accidentally I was looking at our collection and I couldn't load the page and I couldn't load it at all. It, it just was nothing was coming up at all. So I didn't actually think in the moment that it was down until I went back like 30 minutes later, same thing was happening, it wasn't loading. So, um, and then I came to find out that it was down, but something interesting too, regarding, uh, open being down, I guess Twitter 
So let's talk about what's going on with Twitter and NFTs being linked into OpenSea. Yeah, actually. Okay. So, um, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know anything about that, actually. So. Well, okay. So it's 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 not just Twitter, right? Because um, it's also Instagram is also or Meta is also coming out with a very similar service. So uh, there is um, Twitter user um, that I uh, follow, uh, Jane Man Chun Wong. Uh-huh. Uh, her, her ad is Wong M. Jane. And uh, she is the one who took a screenshot that I saw this morning seeing that OpenSea is down. Twitter uses OpenSea's API for loading NFTs. Therefore, Twitter's NFT feature is down. Huh. Okay. So they have an NFT feature. Well, so I'm going through the comments and everybody's going like, are you in the future? Like nobody else seems to have this NFT feature. What What I'm thinking is and how a lot of these new features roll out as they choose a group yeah. a control group and they give access to a certain group of people so that those people can use it they can work out the bugs the kinks the glitches um, on that on that focus group on that control group and then open up that feature for the platform so that could be what's going on um, it okay. could also be that we're just dumb and we can't figure out where the NFT section is I, I doubt no I doubt that I, I see like I didn't I was just thinking oh Twitter has an NFT platform that I didn't know about but I guess that's not what's going on you know I didn't even realize that Twitter's in the uh the audio the uh audio space now too so they they're competing with Clubhouse uh with Twitter uh it's called Twitter what is it called I uh I've I've joined a few like a lot of my um a lot of the people that I follow do these uh, Twitter spaces or spaces it's called Twitter spaces That's yeah it. they do yeah. these Twitter spaces and so I get a lot of like notifications and like whenever I like at the top of my Twitter feed it yeah. has the rooms up at the top like right now there's a room called hashtag crypto and water hashtag nft there's 142 uh people in that room right now so and then there's another you know i have another room up here that has 375 people so twitter is definitely adding a lot of features i really like twitter for the crypto space i don't agree with them on their censorship yeah no (laughs) um and their uh their politics no uh but i do like uh, the crypto community, um, like just just for like just a very small example, there is a girl um, who I follow, um, that crypto girl, uh, that with two T's, and uh, she's got look twenty seven hundred followers, and she she just tweeted twelve, uh, I think I want to say twelve hours ago or so, twenty two hours ago, excuse me, just had my first big girl flip point two to six point two ETH. And uh, it has almost 10,000 likes in 22 hours. And uh, she just pinned a tweet that's like, what? How did my last tweet reach so many people? Thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who said congrats. Sending positive vibes to everyone in this beautiful space. 
Okay. And I just, I love that because yeah. the community really is so supportive and we love to, you know, the community loves to see wins and um, that's just an energy that's felt. And it's just very, it's like, we're all helping each other out. We all love to see it happen for each other. We all want to, if we hear about a project, uh, we want to tell other people so that other people can also benefit and win. And I just love that energy. And I do love how quick Twitter is. I almost feel like Twitter is like straight to the bloodstream. Like if you get it to Twitter, it's going to go throughout the whole or the whole community. Um, yeah. So I do love Twitter for 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 the space. You know, I, right. I haven't I haven't necessarily enjoyed Twitter like you know, for political reasons the last few years. Um, yeah. But I do find it to be an extremely beneficial tool, not to mention, Noel, it's a free tool. So if you're in the crypto space, if you're getting into the NFT game, if you're, if you're a gamer, if you're holding, if you're trading, you know, use that free tool. It's a free resource. So it's kind of like, you know, kind of silly to not use that free resource at least that's that's my my point of view what do you how do you feel about twitter and twitter um uh partnering up with OpenSea as the api for their nfts so i think it's really interesting you know twitter i've never really used twitter i've i've never really liked it to be honest uh i i've i found that over over time there's been it's just kind of evolved into a platform that i didn't really support or get behind but now that i'm in this arena the blockchain arena cryptocurrency nfts uh i do see where twitter has become like the go-to hub for people in this space it's at least one of the most popular platforms for people to launch their projects and and interact with newsworthy uh, situations. And of course, it's good for situations like this, where if a big platform goes down, everybody turns to Twitter to figure out what's going on. I don't support the, the way they censor and de-platform people, nor do I support the way any of these platforms do that. However, I do see the bonuses in, the, in being able to utilize, like you said, a free tool. It's free. And that's something that we all need to remember is that if we don't like it, we don't have to use it. And that's really the name of the game right now. So, uh, but I do think that they're rolling out some new features. And I think that uh, it's it's always interesting to see how these platforms evolve over time, adding new features, appealing to more demographics, et cetera. So I think it's great. You never know when a platform might be necessary uh, to use. So I'm, I'm happy that we can use it. And, um, and yeah, it is a good place to stay up to date with certain things. So I think it's great. I'm going to work. I think we should definitely you start utilizing Twitter spaces because we, we use clubhouse a lot for an audio app, which has been great, but, uh, I'd like to see how Twitter spaces does. So, um, but I, you know what, I'd like to move on to this, uh, next, uh, topic because you, you sent me a really interesting, uh, article, Rachel, which is basically, um, I'm going to go into this one because I think this is really interesting. It's basically the Russian central bank proposes using crypto and so it, excuse me, it proposes a crypto use and mining ban as Bitcoin moves up. So this is interesting. First of all, the bank, I don't know anything about the Bank of Russia. I don't know very much about any 
uh, what happens as far as know about tyranny <laughs> what I said, do you know about tyranny? <laughs> yeah, well, well, yeah, because we're living in it here, too, and it just in a different, it just appears different here in America. We're on, if people don't think you're under tyranny in America, in many ways, you're, you know, it's, it's singles for here. But let's talk about this. So uh, the Central Bank of R- Russia, they want to ban the use and mining of crypto assets on the country's territory, which, of course, is huge. And the proposed ban encompasses crypto exchanges. Basically, this to me, this translates as they want to do away with cryptocurrency and mining. So is it just the mining or is it all of it? (laughs) Because they're saying it applies to crypto exchanges, crypto assets, and the, the use of crypto and the mining of the assets. Now, this is all despite the fact that Bitcoin keeps moving up. So tell me what you think about this, Rachel. Well, it's really disheartening. And it's definitely something that everybody should be aware that this is going on right now. Okay. So literally their quote, literally, literally the quote (laughs) from the head department uh, of the Central Bank of Russia remarked in a press conference that the Central Bank of Russia has no plans to put a ban for the use of cryptocurrencies on individuals. Uh. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, I so, don't even know how they would manage to be able to do that, but go ahead. Okay. Well, uh what they're what what apparently what they're saying that they're recommending is banning mining mm. the crypto. Mm-hmm. All right. And they are they're considered to be the third largest crypto miner in the world. Yeah. Uh, after the U.S. and China. Kazakhstan. China. No. China banned mining crypto. I don't think so. I think they're still allowing it. There's caveats to that. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. they're, they're saying basically that China is leading this mining ban. Yeah, but they're not. They're just, and we, we both have to take, we, I want to say this uh, out loud, which, which is everything you read and including all of the information and sources, we're utilizing multiple different sources. By the way, when we bring you information on the podcast, we're utilizing dozens and dozens of different sources. So we are not getting information from only one place or even a few. We, we're using dozens. With that being said, It's important to understand how news works in the modern age. When an article is written of any kind, it is written to uh, generally sell us something, sell us either an opinion, an idea, a thing, a thought, whatever it is. So Rachel and I are both very aware of how the media works. And with that being said, when we bring you information and we're, we're relaying these articles, I think it's just an important note in that when China says they're banning mining and they put it out there and you see all these news articles pop up, you have to take it with a grain of salt. The reason is, is because that's basically like a press release. It's like a marketing campaign. They want you to think that it's all banned. They want you to be afraid of, of uh, mining. They don't want you to think it's possible in China when it's still going on. It's still the third largest 
mining capital of the world right now still. So even though they say it's banned, Rachel, um, when you dig deeper, you realize it's not really banned. It's kind of like when they say everybody needs to be vaccinated to travel, when the reality is most people uh, uh, most people will never need to be vaccinated to travel if you know, you know, how it really works and all that. It's just a, it's just a side note. Yeah, that's a great point, Noelle. Um, uh-huh. yeah. I think what, what for the purpose of this article, uh, on the surface, China has banned mining. Uh, yes, you know, I'm familiar with the fact that the top 10, out of the top 10 mining companies and the top 10 companies in uh, the crypto space, like half of them are out of China. Yes, exactly. You know, of course that is happening. It's just that uh, I I think what we're seeing is that the crackdown on this tech is taking time to roll out. And this is at least we understand that they don't want us to continue to push the crypto, or at least China doesn't. And now it seems that Russia is following um, in on their footsteps that they don't want more crypto to be created and the right. reason why you know we, you know let's let's go straight to the horse's mouth they russia is saying specifically that the bank report argues that the crypto growth it's a product of speculative demand that these assets resemble financial pyramid schemes and that market bubbles may form, which would endanger both the users and the Russian financial system, quote unquote, potential financial stability risks associated with cryptocurrencies are much higher for emerging markets, including in Russia. The traditionally higher propensity for saving in foreign currency and an insufficient level of financial literacy. Well, so bottom line is, uh, as everybody is becoming very aware, there's a, there's a lot of powers that be that are feeling very threatened yes. by, by the sovereignty that, that crypto represents. Yep. Cryptocurrency represents sovereignty. It represents independence. It represents being unchained from these mm-hmm. financial institutions that have kept people enslaved for an eon. So, so that, yeah. What you're saying is to go to, to circle back to that tweet by um, by our by our friend over there um, on Twitter, uh, Jane Wong, when she posted about the NFT API with OpenSea deal that Twitter has. She says, you know, OpenSea is down. Twitter uses OpenSea's API for loading NFTs. Therefore, Twitter's NFT feature is down. The hashtag she put was hashtag decentralization. And people thought that that was funny because it's ironic because what's happening, and this is, I sent you um, this this information in an article um, from Crypto News also, which is the fact that Meta, which is Facebook and Instagram, they are also creating an NFT marketplace. Uh-huh. So okay. they're going to have their own, just like how Twitter has their own NFT with API via OpenSea. Meta is saying that they're going to create their own NFT section on Facebook and Instagram 
that will actually they're 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 planning on have it having it compete directly with OpenSea. And apparently, you know, not they're saying that they're going to have less gas fees than OpenSea does um, in order to compete with them. It's just what's funny is that exactly like how is it decentralized anymore when now you're taking it from a decentralized uh, wallet and then you're bringing it over to your Twitter or your Instagram? It defeats a purpose. I mean... To me, what do you think about that? Yeah, it does defeat the purpose. Uh, I think everything you said, I agree with everything you said. I I think basically, uh, you know, we're going to see a lot of contradictory information coming out. It's going to be up to uh, us individually to be very discerning and uh, really come come at this whole arena with uh not not just an open mind but um as much research as possible and using your intuition use your intuition when you're listening to information researching and just paying attention to what really makes sense to you personally because there's going to be a lot of noise a lot of a lot of uh a lot of hype pieces and um and also bs like floating around so this particular article, as far as Russia goes, I take it with a grain of salt. Uh, I don't, I don't take it too seriously. We'll see what happens with it, um, and you know that's what I think. But I, this leads me into something else, Rachel, which is <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. Let's talk about how Facebook is basically going to own the world, along with Jeff Bezos and Mark Zuckerberg. And basically, oh, can, just can I say this? I read today that over the last two years, uh, I believe it was 10 people tripled their wealth. And they include, of course, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, and uh, Elon Musk. So that's an interesting, while other people are uh, really struggling, most people are struggling more than ever, uh, these these few uh, tripled their wealth in the last few years. So that's just an interesting side oh, note. Oh, that's lovely. So good for them. That's yeah. great. Yes. That's but so here's, great. Here's the thing. That um, they're killing small businesses and just. And a, lo- a lot of these people, too, who tripled, quadrupled their wealth in the last few years, actually belong to the governments around the world and that they, those people are also included in the, 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 the specific people who have quadrupled or 10 X their wealth. Uh, they might not be up there with Jeff Bezos, but they're up there as far as most human beings. So that's another side note. So we, on that, on that page, Facebook and Instagram, uh, Okay, so NFTs might reach Facebook and Instagram as Meta mulls NFT marketplace. So now you know it's just a matter of time before Meta, aka Facebook and Instagram, uh, they now are getting into the NFT marketplace, basically. So they're looking to launch their own platform for NFT, uh, and they're gonna they want to compete with with OpenSea. So, uh, you know, OpenSea has its criticisms as being, 
really, they were the first in the NFT game, marketplace game and getting into it in 2017 before anyone even knew what NFTs were. They definitely had a lot of foresight, but they they do get a lot of criticism uh, for some of the some of their practices uh, because they take a two and a half percent commission fee on all trades. And they've been criticized because they have a high degree of centralization as opposed to decentralization. And that's what you're going to find from a lot of the bigger platforms is they they seem, you know, they're supposed to be decentralized and anonymous. And yet they become a little more centralized because as these platforms want to appeal to more people, they have to accept credit cards, which is centralized. They have to get a full identity going, you know, pictures and and uh, scanning your, uh, you know, driver's licenses and th- fingerprints and basically DNA samples to set up accounts. So, you know, there's a lot of centralization going on with a lot of these platforms as well. You have to kind of be uh, you have to learn about what the difference is. But let's talk about OpenSea again, because, you know, they went down today. Let's see. I mean, uh, and let's see what Facebook and Meta want to do as far as competing with OpenSea. Yeah, uh, I think that to go back to what Russia, what the Central Bank of Russia was saying about how uh, it's uh, the fact that crypto holders hold their their currency in uh in other countries and they're financially illiterate and that this is the reason why they want to stop the prevalence of crypto in their country i mean in a way they're 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 right and they're wrong right like um really what they're worried about is that people are too financially literate and that they're maybe skirting around taxes, Russian taxes, by keeping their digital currency in wallets mm-hmm. that they don't, you know, that the government doesn't know who whose it is. So that's one thing. And then on the other on the other side of it, you see these uh, centralized, you know, Twitter, Meta, Facebook, Instagram, where they and OpenSea, they are, it seems like, oh, you know, they're making it mainstream. They're making it so that more people can access it. What they're doing is they're actually enabling the blockchain financial literacy by, by making it not on blockchain. So by making see, it not non-blockchain or making it non-blockchain? Yeah, by making it non-blockchain. Like they're yeah. uh-huh. Twitter and, and, and Instagram, they're not that you don't have to get a wallet. Like right. they're making it so that it's gonna be so that yeah. these that people instead of actually using blockchain are yeah. actually not using blockchain, exactly. thinking that they are. Exactly. And like you can use your checking account. You can use your debit card. You can use so your So now you've your completely defeated card. the purpose. Yes, exactly. And this and, is what we need to keep talking about because this is, honestly, Rachel, this is a very important fact that I like to keep bringing attention to. So let's to. talk about that. You know, yeah. like, let's, you know, if you're listening to us right now and you're thinking about getting into the NFT space and you're thinking about holding on to some crypto, don't do it via Twitter. Don't do it via Instagram. In fact, Facebook. Like, 
yeah like like do it you know get a wallet get legitimately and start learning and you you know yeah you might start with a more centralized wallet at first with Mm -hmm. coinbase and yeah you might start with OpenSea. as you progress and as you learn you're going to be able to go further and further and further into the blockchain and use more and more wallet yes yeah so let's just instead of bringing it to these platforms that everybody's already on and making these same three or four people so stupid rich. Yeah. Let's try to, you know, make decentralized people. Rich. Yeah. yeah. This is what it's about. It's, it's about people becoming their own banks, honestly. And this scares the crap out of the banks, <laughs> which by the way, we're, we're not going to be using banks that much longer anyway. I don't believe uh, traditional banks in the way that we've come to, to think of them as. They say the average uh, teenager or 20-something doesn't even know how to write a check, Does never even seen a check, never even like- What's a check? Yeah, couldn't even write a check out. No, like for real. No, for real. Uh, the last yeah. house, can you hear me? Uh-huh. The last house uh that I moved out of, I had to get my deposit back. You know what I mean? And from <laughs> she when gave I, you when a I, check? whenever I moved out and uh Did she know, give you a check? Dude, the, the, first of all, they're like, Oh, what's your you know, what's your wire info? What's your account number? We'll wire you the money. I'm like, Okay, great. Dude, a month goes by. I'm like, where's the wire at? They're like, Oh, well, we wrote you a check. You have to go pick it up. I'm like, what 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 is this? Is this the 18th century? Like I have to go drive to go pick up a check? Yeah, that's Are you so crazy? Funny. Can you send a picture of it? Can I scan it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting too. And by the way, speaking of wires, so somebody was going to wire me funds a little while ago and, you know, gave them all the right information. It was 100% the accurate information, the numbers, etc. And then it just got rejected. And for some weird reason, who knows what, where, why, how it wasn't a number. You're not allowed to accept money today, Noel. That's the thing is, is, is they can just reject it because, and it got rejected, which meant I got fine fees. He got fees both ends. And then they said, just try it again. But too bad for us. Too bad for us. The wire didn't go through, you know, this is how banks are now. And by the way, you have to pre, you know, you have to set up an appointment to withdraw money. You, you, if you want cash, you have to set up an appointment now, fill out forms. If it's a, I think if it's above 10,000, you, you know, they make it as hard as possible to actually get cash out of the bank nowadays too. So, but they're going to be going the way of the dinosaurs soon enough. And we will only be talking in crypto as opposed to, well, how do I exchange my crypto for dollars or your wherever you live, your currency, nobody's going to be even talking like that anymore. It's just going to be crypto. Okay. How much crypto is it? I'll pay you on this. Okay, good. And that's just how it's going to be. Um, so like it or not, that's where it's going. So all, all of these, these countries that are threatening and what they're really saying is we don't, we, you know, we're in control. You're not, you better watch it. You better watch what you do. Watch your moves. Don't get too, don't, don't think that you're going to get too uh, independent, you know, and that's why this is important for all of us to just keep um, educating ourselves on what we can do to remain sovereign when it comes to, to uh, crypto and the blockchain and, you know, and, and forging our own futures for ourselves.
Yeah, there was something that I read that I was looking at that it was talking about how in the future there could be two types of people, those who have crypto and those who are no longer able to transact. Mm. And I was like, that Ooh. is weird. Uh-huh. Like, why would you say that? Yeah, like, they were they're putting it out there, that subliminal uh uh, predictive programming. So I'm just sitting here going, wait a minute. So you're telling me if you don't have crypto that nobody's going to want to do business with you? Nobody's yeah. going to want your value? That yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. But it seems like that is honestly this conversation of um, oh uh, giving a currency value um, and then like how Russia said, oh well this cryptocurrency is uh jeopardizing the stability of our currency um so then what so that means that the entire so let's just let's just say i'm just throwing this out there like how this article was proposing that the entire world moves to blockchain we do away from with the old banking system exactly how you're predicting and then if you're not if you don't have that crypto well then you're just you just can't you just can't commerce right well, it's going, but it's kind of like anything though. People will have it there. They will have it because well, now the- I'm thinking we're going to have, there's going to be like a dark blockchain. Like, you know how we have like, the yeah, dark like the web? dark, like the dark web. That's, yeah. I, like I'm we're sure going to have like a, a, I bet it, I bet it already exists, Rachel. Oh yeah, I'm sure. For sure. Like why did OpenSea go down? Do we even know? We don't know. I think what's going on too with a lot of these platforms when they go down for a few hours or a day or whatever happens. Is it is it I weird? Think all, I think they're getting hacked and I think okay. they're, they're working on secure. I think things are happening that we're, we'll never know. We'll never know unless you work for these companies. You'll well, never. they did just, Twitter just got verified on OpenSea uh-huh. at, at the same time. And then, huh. you know, we're talking about this, that they they made OpenSea their API so a lot of oh, people, weird. yeah, you know, I'm a social media it... platform uh, investor, founder myself. So I've been very familiar with social media platforms and they tend to go down when you update them. But so Rachel, okay, having, go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. Don't yeah, no, I, I'm just thinking like it could be possible that by OpenSea becoming this API for Twitter, that this update caused them to go down because we, we did also see Twitter get verified on but Open Rachel, scene. why, 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 why is Twitter worth billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars? Why are they using OpenSea's API and they don't have, they're not well, built their we own? Just, this doesn't make sense. We just spoke about this the other day that Soros and the Winkle, Winklevoss twins just <laughs> invested into a- Ami, yeah, Animoca, <laughs> Animoca, and they own OpenSea. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, but are Winklevoss Twitter? No, isn't that funny? Yeah, but then what? This still doesn't make sense, though. We gotta look into this. It just doesn't. Th- certain things just don't add up. Twitter, with all the money in the universe, why wouldn't they just build their own platform? Why are they using their API? I don't know. This just is confusing to me. I need to learn more about it because I hope somebody to make it mainstream. The reason is to make it mainstream because the more people that they can keep in the mainstream without actually going into the blockchain 
and actually having their their wallets and having their nfts in these like we'll call them offshore places just for the sake of the conversation um like that's keeping people thinking oh yeah i have nfts oh yeah but really they're just on twitter and and open sea so that's how soros could be thinking that he's winning because he's keeping people who think that they're decentralized actually centralized Okay, look, I just want to show you what I found, okay? Huh, can I read this? Tell me. So it's it's an NFT API overview. Welcome to the documentation reference page for the OpenSea API, the world's first and largest NFT marketplace. So in addition to instant marketplace for NFT assets, OpenSea provides an HTTP API for fetching non-fungible tokens and assets based on a set of query parameters, monitoring every non-fungible token contract and caching metadata for each individual token can be a lot of overhead for wallets and websites that wish to display all of a user's collectibles, gaming items, and other assets By aggregating this data in an easy-to-consume API, we make it easy for wallets and other sites to jumpstart their projects and to make the community as a whole more connected. So basically, they now list all of these other uh, products that are integrated into OpenSea, including these are just some wallets and different uh, chains and stuff, but they don't mention Twitter. I thought this was a Twitter reference um, because when I pulled it up, it looked like it was. But um, yeah, so I I don't know. This is still interesting. We got to find out more about what really is going on with Twitter using NF using OpenSea's API. Maybe we can talk about that more tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Well, I like uh, I like the. From what OpenSea is saying, I I like it because it's just going to allow for the NFT, the art, the brand to be shared on social media easier with like a more functional formatting. And so that makes sense. Um, And if it is just like a shareability feature, then I like that. If it's actually getting people more off of the blockchain and more into Twitter and Meta, then I'm then that makes me pause. But yeah, we'll see as it develops. You know, have this podcast every single day, um, and uh, that is why we have the Discord also because Discord is also one of those platforms that is really big um, in the space. You almost have to have a Discord and a Twitter to be in the space. So um, we are, we're grateful for the, the community that we have over there on discord and uh, we invite you to join as well. So you can Meta masterminds on Discord, yep. and also we are in the process of launching our first NFT collection called Lamborghini reimagined with uh, a lot of utility attached to each NFT that you could read about. It's listed on OpenSea. Lamborghini Reimagined, all these links you should be able to find attached to this podcast. And by the way, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, share it, 
give us a review. Uh, if you share it on social media and tag us at metamasterminds.io or tag Rachel Lynch or me, El Noel Consulting on Instagram, all of us, we will repost your, uh, your shares. We'll do it on our, all of our social media. And yes, we invite you into our Discord community and listen for us on Clubhouse as well. And also, um, it looks like we'll be on Twitter Spaces and all sorts of great stuff happening. We will be launching a masterclass as well shortly on uh, how to, it's really called uh, NFTs one, two, three. So basically, if you're thinking of launching an NFT, or just don't know anything about them and really want to learn more, this masterclass will be for you. And uh, we're going to be uh, launching that shortly. So uh, that sounds like it's it, but I really appreciate you for listening and we appreciate you. We love comments, direct messages, questions, and our, check out our YouTube channel, and, which is where the podcast is. Uh, so until tomorrow, I'm going to sign off. I am Noelle. This is Rachel. We love you guys. See you soon. Bye.